0: You're listening to season two of the Live 360 podcast with Tony Sutherland, and this is episode 45. Hey guys, we don't have any time to waste today, so we're jumping right into what we're talking about today. We're gonna be sharing seven life hacks for a better you. Seven life hacks for a better you. You know the word hack or hacking in is slang for gaining unauthorized access. And it also means tweaking things to work more efficiently in your life. And I'm gonna give you seven life hacks today that I really believe um, as you apply these to your life, and again it's over time you're going to find your life improving greatly you know so many are looking to improve their life in just one fell swoop but a better life starts with better daily decisions and developing a more consistent mindset i talked about last episode patience and consistency is the word of god to me for 2021 patience and consistency equals power let me say that again Patience plus consistency equals power. You know, we all love the big burst moments, but success comes in how we handle teeny tiny moments. Teeny tiny moments are greater than big burst moments because it takes a lot of teeny tiny steps to equal the big bursts in our life. And endurance is key. What you do daily adds up over time, it compounds. It's called compound decision making. And life hacks are not shortcuts. I'm not giving you shortcuts to a better life because there's no such thing as shortcuts to a better life. I'm not advocating taking shortcuts. Now, I do believe that by listening to this podcast and having other people speak into your life, other wise people around you, the Bible tells us that um, he who walks with the wise grows wise. The book of Proverbs tells us that. So if you hang around wise people, you're going to sidestep a lot of pitfalls that you could have otherwise fell in. But to really attain something great in destiny, you got to jump all in and you got to make good decisions on a daily basis. And so it's the small tweaks that bring the peaks. Someone once asked me, they said, Tony, how can I be in the will of God? And I, and I get asked this question a lot, especially by young people. And my answer is, if you do what God tells you today and you do what he tells you tomorrow and you do what he tells you the next day and you stay in that pattern on a consistent basis before you realize it, you'll be right in the center of God's will. It's not something you jump into. It's something you walk in. You know, the long journey consists of small steps, and I believe these seven life hacks for a better you are going to help you leverage your life. You know, the lever in physics was an invention that helps lift heavy objects by pulling the lever, putting the object on the other side of the lever, i.e. the seesaw. You know, I couldn't lift somebody who's 200 pounds right off the ground several times in a row. I might get them a couple inches off the ground, but if they sit on the other side of that seesaw and I put my weight on the other side of the seesaw, maybe grab a friend or two, we might get that person up in the air with a lever. And these seven life hacks are going to help better leverage your life. You know, most people want to have a better life, but they don't think of it in terms of having better days. Better daily decisions will help you have a better life in the long run. It'll help you have a better marriage. It'll help you be a better parent. It'll help you more in your career and your business, making good decisions. And I believe that these seven life hacks are going to apply to every area of your life. Again, this podcast is all about helping you discover how to have peace and joy to the fullest in every area of your life. By the way, if this is your first time to the podcast, I want to remind you to subscribe to it. Uh, leave us a review and also want to ask you to share it with a friend or two. Again, this always helps us to increase our platform, to help people discover grace, help them discover how to have peace and joy in every area of their life. You know, by giving you these seven life hacks for a better you, it's going to teach you that attaining anything significant involves administrating the insignificant. And these seven life hacks are just simple changes, simple tweaks tweaks bring the peaks. So let's jump into seven life hacks for a better you. Let's do it. Now, right before I give you these seven life hacks for a better you, I want to encourage you to just give Jesus full authorized access into every area of your life. Remember you made him the Lord of your life. You're no longer your own. You were bought with a price. You belong to him now forever. It's forever. And you're holy. You're righteous. Your nature has changed. You want to Do good. You want to do right. It's part of who you are. But there's just sometimes in our life that we're resistant to give him certain areas. Our finances, our marriage, our children, our career, our business. Every part of our life belongs to him. And we have to be in agreement with him. Because if you hold on to things in your life, you don't give him full authorized access. He's going to get it one way or another because he's already in you and he's going to hack your system. He'll get in there, whether you give him authorized access or not, because you're no longer your own. It's the best thing you can do for your life is just to give him authorized access. Say things like, Lord, I am forever yours. I belong to you. My whole life is yours. My future, my present, my past, everything I am belongs to you. Do with me what you want to do, man. I'm telling you, it's a scary thing when you do that, but there's nothing better that you can do than to give Jesus full access. Don't just give him pieces along the way but just jump all in and say i belong to you it's the best thing you can do for your life and it's really how these other seven life hacks are really going to take root in your life okay so let's start let's just start with number one what's the first life hack in fact let me just give you all seven right here at the top and then we'll cover them one at a time number one rehearse a verse number two don't rewind your mind number three this is a funny one here eat the donut number four don't borrow trouble number five rehab your vocab number six don't argue with the ref and number seven remember grace so let's start with number one rehearse a verse this is obvious guys you know if you want a word from god you have to be in the word of god and i want to encourage you specifically To be in the New Testament where your new covenant is located. Gospel verses that remind you of who you are in Christ. Your sonship, your salvation, your eternal security in Christ. Those are so important because there's going to be a lot of things that pull on your faith and make you doubt in who you are. So you need to be involved in the gospel. Learn and understand your new covenant. And speaking of new covenant, learning grace. I want to encourage you to go to my YouTube channel, Tony Sutherland. At our YouTube channel, we talk about foundations of grace. We just lay it down talk about it and spell it out and give you details and take you deeper in the word, especially in the new Testament, words of Jesus, words of Paul to really explain and unpack this gospel of grace. This is going to help you. So when I say rehearse a verse, I'm not talking about just find a, a verse in the Bible somewhere, but find those verses and passages, maybe one and memorize it every two to three weeks and get gospel new covenant verses in your life. You know, Reading the new covenant is like panning for gold. You know, if you're going to find that glimmer in the dirt, you have to pan the stream. And there's a stream of God's grace flowing through the new covenant. And I want to encourage you to find times of just silence. You know, we, we can hear God in the rush, but we hear him more clearly in the hush. Psalms 96 and 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. So we have to disciple and discipline ourselves in silence. You know, this world is filled with every kind of technology. It's always crowding out silence and, and, and meditation and, and, and going deep in quiet moments with God. You've got to discipline yourself and find these moments because it's going to make a huge difference in your life. I'm talking about rehearse a verse, such an important life hack for a better you. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, draw near. Now, this doesn't mean we're getting closer to God because we're as close to God as we ever will, but what it does mean to sharpen your awareness. It doesn't mean more nearness. It just means being more attentive, more attentiveness and getting a word from god is so much more easy in the silent moments we can hear him speak sometimes our life is so noisy we just can't hear him speak so to get a verse or to get a word from god we've got to have those moments of quietness um, I encourage you to choose supplemental Christian books to read. And speaking of books, go to my store, tonysutherland.com forward slash store. I have all kinds of books that you can read and dive into, especially a book that will help you more in the new covenant. It's called Grace Works. You got to get a hold of it, tonysutherland.com forward slash store. Because I believe it's just a simple tweak here Bible plus good Bible plan plus a good book plus execute equals better you you know it's shameful that america is considered less biblically literate than other nations you know i heard a missionary recently sharing stories of his travels to china and spending time with the underground persecuted church and he was talking about how that they love the word of god but they don't even have bibles and if someone has a bible what they'll do is they'll borrow it, they'll write passages on paper, memorize those verses, major portions of the Bible. Many Chinese people who are in the underground church can quote lengthy chapter after chapter after chapter because they spend their life meditating on the word because they don't have the luxury of having a Bible. And then they'll pass those pieces of paper to other people for them to memorize because they, they're they not allowed to have Bibles. They can be, you know, Arrested, put in jail for a long time. Some of the people who have had the Bible have been put in jail for three to five years just for having a Bible. And they'll fold these pieces of paper up and hide them and pass them secretly to other people in other locations, even going miles, taking these pieces of paper on a bicycle and riding them to another church or another secret meeting of believers. What a, what a shame. I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but I'm trying to say you have such a luxury to have any kind of Bible you want to have, any kind of Bible I want to have. We need to be devouring the Bible, especially the new covenant. Reading your new Testament, learning what Jesus has accomplished in your life. Read small portions every day, even if it's just a few verses, but rehearse a verse, get a verse, put it on a piece of paper, put it on a post-it note and memorize it and put it in front of you. I'm telling you, I'm the product today of my grandmother drilling the word in me as a young child, drilling the Bible. And even though it was scriptures from all over the Bible, eventually when I came into the revelation of grace in my new covenant with Jesus... All of those scriptures started to amalgamate and make sense and they kind of formed a more clear picture. So I'm I'm just saying, just get a verse and rehearse it because it's going to change your life. It's a life hack that will improve your life and help you discover how to have peace and joy to the fullest. That's what this podcast is about. So number one, rehearse a verse. Hey guys, I want to stop almost halfway we're probably a little bit past halfway but i want to stop right here and just remind you to subscribe to this podcast leave us a generous review you can do that on apple podcast or spotify and then please by all means share this with one or two other people in your circle of relationships that need to hear what you're hearing today we're talking about seven life hacks For a better you. We're not gonna get all seven in today, but I believe what you've already heard is greatly encouraging you. And you know, when you subscribe to our podcast and when you leave us a review and share it, it helps those algorithms work in our favor so we can increase our potential to reach more people and help them discover how to have peace and joy to the fullest in every area of their life. Thanks so much for considering. So let's jump back into seven life hacks for a better you. All right, number two, don't rewind your mind. You know what that means. It means don't live in the past. Get yourself in the present, because that's where you are. You're not back there anymore. Start right here, where you are. You know, it's interesting. I was doing some reading a few years ago, and there were some studies that suggested that Alzheimer's victims and patients have been reported to live in the past for a significant season just prior to their diagnosis. You know, they're talking a lot about what happened and the good times in their life, and they keep going back and rehashing successes and seasons of their life and the older days in their marriage and what finances were like and what the culture was like, and they just can't get out of the past. And so they transport themselves mentally back to the past until they find themselves living there a lot. And then they start to lose some reality of the presence. Again, these are just some studies. These are just some, you know, uh, people looking into the problem with Alzheimer's. This is not an inclusive, uh, all inclusive diagnosis here, folks. It's just, I found it interesting, you know, and I think a lot of people, they don't have the actual disease, Alzheimer's, but they have it in the spirit. They've lost touch with reality because they're not living right now. The Bible says in Psalms 46 and 1 that God is a present help. It doesn't say he's a past help. It says he's a present help. You got to get out of your past. I don't care what you did. It's over. It holds no bearing on your life right now unless you let it. It's wiped away. It's gone. It's it's over. So stop trying to go back to something that isn't even there. It doesn't even exist. You're living in la-la land. Your past does not exist. Only the memories of it. And I'm talking about past successes too. Get out of them. It's time to move forward. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 and one, now faith is, it doesn't say back then faith was, it says now faith is to access faith for your faith to be strong, for you to have uh, a good perspective of what's ahead of you. You got to be right now. Okay, God, I'm right now. Here I am. Ground zero is right now. It's interesting that Hebrews 11 and one are three ones. One, one, one starts right now. This is a new day with new mercies versus an old day with used up mercies. You can't use yesterday's mercies. They're over. They're done. They're not sufficient for today. Matthew 6 and 34 says today's mercies are only sufficient for today. They're not mercies that help you back then. They help you now. It's not what you did then. It's what you're going to do now. Lord. I I know a lot of people that live with that mentality. I wish I would have. And I get there sometimes. I wish I would have. Boy, I wish I would have. It's not what you wish you would have. It's what you're going to do right now. Stop tracking your progress and start trusting God's promises. I want to say that again. I hope it gets on, on your spirit and tattoos on your mind. Stop. Tracking your progress and start trusting God's promises. Quit going back and saying, am I better than yesterday? Am I better than I was yesterday? You're good now. You're as good as you're ever going to get. You're God's child. You have promise and potential. Say no to yesterday and say yes to today. Yes to today. You know, a lot of people live in between two thieves yesterday and tomorrow and they both steal from you. Yesterday will pull you into regret and tomorrow will pull you into fear. You regret what happened yesterday and you're fearful about what will happen tomorrow. You know, we waste so much needed energy in yesterday and tomorrow. And we give all of our energy to it until we have no energy for right now. We give all of our energy to the dead or the unborn in our life. What was dead or what hasn't happened yet. You have to focus on what's living right now. Don't waste the precious oil that God gave you on grieving over the past or worrying over the future. Don't rewind your mind. The Lord said to Samuel in in 1 Samuel 1 and 16, he said, how long will you grieve for Saul when I have rejected him as king over Israel? Watch this now, fill your horn with oil and go. Man, I love that. Fill your horn with oil and go. Your horn is full of oil right now. David said, you anoint my head with oil for right now, right now. I'm telling you, you got to quit rewinding your mind, live in the present because he is a present help. And if you want your help, you got to live in the present. So number two, don't rewind your mind. All right. This next one is going to revolutionize your life. You ready for this? (laughs) This has everything to do about the way you live your life. Number three, eat the donut, eat the donut guys. I always say we should avoid personal trainers that forbid us to eat white sugar. I mean, come on, guys. One donut a day is not going to kill you. I told someone in my family, I can't remember what was several years ago. They were just being grumpy all the time. And I said, man, you just need to go eat some carbs. Okay, go eat a donut. You know, that's one of my go-tos. When someone's in a bad mood, I look at them. I say, man, you just need to go eat a donut, right? Now, I didn't say eat a dozen donuts. You got to have some physical fitness in your life, but don't be ruled by it. You know, I have a philosophy that no fit physique is worth not eating a donut every now and then. For Pete's sake, don't live your life eating cabbage. You have a cabbage personality and a cabbage perspective. And, you know, you're just always grumpy and always focused on trying to be better. And all the time, your attitude is as sour as it can be. It is okay guys to pass by that break room and have a donut. And if it's not a good donut, then throw it away. Okay. And there are some bad donuts out there, but I've found some amazing places. One of my favorite places for donuts is in Lexington, Kentucky called McGee's. I think it is the best donuts on the planet. McGee's donuts. You need to stop by there and uh, tell them Tony sent you. But don't avoid the good times and the good moments. You need to enjoy your life. Eating unhealthy food isn't the problem. It's eating unhealthy food out of control that's the problem. You know, it's just a simple philosophy, okay? It's more than just eat the donut. And I know that's a funny life hack title, but really the philosophy is that you just don't, don't need to take yourself too seriously. You got to lighten up and, and enjoy life. I call it getting that Andy Griffith swag, you know, just kind of easy going. And, you know, so many people are wound up so tight. Some people are just so uptight and I can get into that. I can get into that mode really easy. I get really busy. I get project focus. I want everything to be just right, just perfect. It's so tight, so airtight. But if you screw the screw too tight, you'll bust the bolt. Don't break the screw. You know, you want to live life with togetherness. You want to have things together, but you got to lighten up. Sometimes I just, I want to hand people a flashlight and say, lighten up, will you? just lighten up. The Bible tells us in first Timothy six and 17, God has given us all things richly to enjoy, not manage, not organize, not put together. Come on guys. God's given us. If you are doing something in your life right now, and you are finding yourself on the edge of just not enjoying anything at all, lighten up, you know, You need to put some activities in your life. You know, my son is wanting to take Thai boxing right now. He says, I just need to do something fun with my life. So he's going to go do jujitsu. You know, sometimes you just have to mix it up, be spontaneous and do something. A few years ago, I wanted to spice up our marriage a little bit. So I bought my wife and I private ballroom dance lessons. Man, we had so much fun. It was spontaneous. We just jumped into it. In other words, eat the donut. Do things that you enjoy. Make life, do something enjoyable. Don't always get caught up in work and business at five o'clock. Shut your phone off and go home and be with your family hang out, have fun, do some things, take the dogs for a walk. My wife and I took our dogs for a walk the other day and we just had a good time just doing that. We're eating the donut. We're finding things that we enjoy, stopping along the way and eating the donut. And you gotta do that if you wanna have a better use. So number three, eat the donut. Hey guys, that's all the time we've got for today. I hope this encouraged you. I hope it's just lifted you a little bit. I call it a grace lift. Every now and then I want to come along and just encourage you, motivate you, inspire you, and challenge you. You know, let's not just face our challenges, but let's take our challenges. And I want to encourage you with these first three life hacks that I've given you today. We're going to talk about the next four on part two on our next episode but I want to encourage you to do these things. I mean, we, we don't want to just give you information and you not apply it. But number one, rehearse a verse. Start finding scriptures that mean something to you. Get a favorite verse. I have a few in my life. You need to have a few in your life and get some new favorites. Don't just keep focusing on the old favorites. You know, I've got lifelong favorites that I've had, but I don't want the word to become nostalgic to me. I want it to be valuable where I am right now. So rehearse a verse. Number two, don't rewind your mind. Don't live in the past. Your past is stealing from you, it's stealing life energy for you to focus on right now, to do what God's called you to do right now. Now faith is, he's a present help. And if you want your help, you gotta be in the present. And then number three, eat the donut. Guys, enjoy life. God has given us everything richly to enjoy, balance exercise eat healthy but every now and then you gotta just walk into that donut shop and man sometimes eat more than one but it's okay i always tell people there's three ways to have a great life number one to enjoy it number two to enjoy it and number three to enjoy it hey if this podcast has been a blessing to you today it has encouraged you again I'm reminding you to subscribe to it both on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you're listening please give us a generous review give us some stars and tell us what you think and then share this with one or two other people in your circle of relationships that need to hear what you've heard today. Hey guys, I'll be back again next time with a powerful, encouraging, motivating, inspiring teaching to help you discover how to have peace and joy to the fullest in every area of your life. And until then, we'll see you.